0: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But it's 65 years since the Knox mine disaster. And who better to describe that to us and uh, reframe it for
1: us but David DeCosma, how are you, David? Ah, uh, doing just fine, Bob. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is a this is a an ominous anniversary, not only because of the deaths of uh, of 12 uh, coal miners, uh, but really the death of anthracite mining uh, throughout uh, the northeastern Pennsylvania coal fields.
0: David, and tell was... us, take take us back. To what caused it? Because a lot of people don't. You 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 actually positioned it perfectly. Tell us what happened that caused this incredible disaster, and and what that disaster was.
1: Well, you had eighty-one miners working at uh, working for the Knox Coal Company. Uh, in well, technically speaking, it's in Jenkins Township, just outside of Pittston, uh, the town of. Fort Griffith. And uh, these 81 miners were in a tunnel. Of course, there was a whole series of tunnels throughout this area where coal was being mined. But the main area where they were mining was literally under the Susquehanna River. Now, that's, that's not unheard of at all, uh, except for the fact that under prescribed mining conditions, you were supposed to have at least 35 feet of, uh, of rock, of earth, between you and the water body, in this case, in the Susquehanna, above. Well, uh, these uh, some, are, some of these miners actually got to within six feet mm. of the river, and the river was, was uh, swollen with ice. Uh, I mean, water is heavy anyway, but uh, the water broke through. And flooded uh, all of these tunnels. So a uh, 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 number, sixty-one miners. Uh, some were able to get out, you know, fairly quickly, but a whole lot of other ones were trapped underground uh, as the water continued to to rise and, and you know and and come toward them. And here you have a situation. That, and remember, these are these are uh, these are tunnels. These are not uh, subway tunnels lit with, uh, yeah. uh, you know, fluorescent lighting. You've, you've got your miner's helmet with a with a light on top, and you're running from this water that's pouring into uh, into this void.
0: D- David, so, did you ever hear anybody describe? Because I, I imagine, I imagine to myself, what did that sound like? I'm down yep. there mining, you hear a pickaxe, you hear the, the, the usual noises, some shouts from the miners to each other and their assistants and people they're working with, and then
1: this noise I, followed by I was, a whoosh. I was blessed over the years. I was just starting in radio when this happened, and I was not in news. But in subsequent years, during uh, the anniversary, I got to know a fellow named Pacifico Joe Stella, one of the heroes mm-hmm. of the— Knox my disaster, and he was actually not uh, a member of the crew. He was uh, an inspector who, by the way, had warned them, that uh, warned the company that they were tunneling too close and should not be in that area, but they ignored him, and uh, he wound up, uh, well, another gentleman, uh, a medical uh, pancotti, was actually awarded the Carnegie Medal for climbing 50 feet up an abandoned air shaft to, uh, to get to rescuers, but uh, uh, Stella had stayed back to help some older miners who were having trouble getting toward this air shaft and also to get some uh, digging equipment because that air shaft had been partially filled with rock. So they had to dig away at that, but Joe often said how you could hear the thunderous roar of this water in the background. Uh, you know, and of course, as they made their way up, a certain amount of this water is coming at them. Uh, as they're going up, they're going uphill, of course, so the water is filling the local or the lower the lower areas. But um, uh, 61 made it out, 12 did not. Uh, and many people see the video uh, recreation of this shot by the late, a former colleague of mine, um uh, at the at uh channel twenty two uh, uh, we uh, we we had this scene <clears throat> pardon me of them diverting railroad cars railroad gondolas they built a small spur and pushed railroad gondolas and uh coal waste material and small coal cars into this giant whirlpool uh that was that was seen in the river, shot by uh, Jack Scanella, the late Jack Scanella from Channel 22. That footage is seen all over; it's preserved in the in the archives of the Anthracite uh, Museum and mm. such. Uh, but uh, 12 did not make it out, and it took three days for that uh, that hole in the river bed to be sealed. Uh, and the, the, they pumped water out of that afterwards, but uh, the bodies of those twelve were, were never recovered. Now again, this was, they were they were technically, they say they, the company, was technically mining illegally, uh, you know too close to the the river uh, bottom. And after this all happened, they uh, had a, a an investigation. Ten people were indicted uh, for this. Uh, uh, Robert Darty was the superintendent of the mine. Uh, Louis uh, Fabrizio was one of the owners. And there was a man who was an owner who was uh, a secret owner, uh, August J. lippi He was president of District 1 of the United Mine Workers. Mm. So one of the union officials was an owner of this mine. (laughs) Um, Three other union men were also indicted. Six actually served a bit of jail time, but not anything extensive. And uh, I'm looking now toward Wikipedia to find some of the background information, and according to that, uh, the widows of the 12 victims didn't receive their death benefits from the Anthracite Health and Welfare Fund for more than four years. My gosh. They erected uh, a historical marker near what was St. John the Evangelistic Catholic Church in Pittston, which was pretty darn close to where the mine entrance would have been. Uh, That church was subsequently closed and was taken over by the uh, Beloga family for their funeral home, so the marker's still there. And I know yesterday they had, they always have an annual. Uh, remembrance there, and they usually do it on the weekend closest, uh, if not the exact date. So it's 65 years as of today when this happened.
0: So you talked about it being not only the death of those miners, but the death knell of uh, deep tunnel mining, anthracite mining, in uh, northeast Pennsylvania. Uh, Now, it was being surpassed by coal Natural gas was not really a factor at that time, but it was being surpassed by oil and uh, electricity. So, I mean, it, it sort of ended the whole party, didn't it?
1: It did, because, remember, water seeks its own level, and one mine, you're underground, so you may not have a tunnel going from the Knox mine to whatever the next mine was, but you've got voids underground. So all the mines in the area started to flood, and... um some were kept open for a few years, Bob by virtue of these gigantic pumps they would you know try to keep water out as miners still work but that became extremely expensive and as you said uh, with the advent of oil and eventually natural gas the, the demand for that coal was you know not as much and certainly it could be retrieved in other areas of the anthracite field by strip mining. Uh, so that really deep mining, uh, which was what we called underground tunnel mining, pretty much disappeared. As a matter of fact, it's it's pretty much disappeared throughout the anthracite coal fields now. There are some, but they call bootleg mines. I was down there one one time, and I will tell you what, uh, I I earned a great respect. I went, I got into a coal bucket, uh, a gigantic bucket that lifts up tons and tons of coal. They put a ladder in it. My cameraman got on the ladder first, on the bottom of the bucket. I got on the ladder above him. The miner got on the uh, ladder above me. We went down 500 feet into this tunnel that was strictly out of a movie, a dark tunnel, a light bulb every so often, a small railroad track and a little train and little coal cars that took us back. Uh, I don't know how many. And I'm going in that, and they're telling me, keep your head down because of the supports are so low that if you're sitting in the mine car, you could hit your head <laughs> on these supports. And I'm going in there and I'm thinking to myself, I just came down the only way in or out of this mine. Uh, so I learned a great appreciation for these guys that labored so long. And, and we, we lost the industry. And I guess you could say that, thankfully, uh, although you put an asterisk by that, uh, the, the garment industry was growing at that time. And it wound up that a lot of uh, women uh, took the jobs, uh, provided the income for families, uh, which had been provided by miners. But you know they're losing their jobs, and now the women are taking over, working the the garment industry.
0: Yeah, my um, on the my Polish Slovak side, that my my grandfather tried to do uh, a, a, I think they were called dog uh, dog mines. Uh, bought least one off an old coal company, and tried to make a go of it. But my grandmother had to work as a cleaning lady to help support the family because there just wasn't a lot of mining
1: work. Uh. Well, and, and you also had another problem because the bootleg miners, the ones that went down and had and, and had some of these other mines, perhaps not as deep, you know, not not quite as affected by water. But nonetheless, uh, you've got to remember, picture, picture uh, a giant room underground, and, and what's holding the Earth above you up are these pillars of coal that they didn't mine. Well, now, these bootleg miners started to take away those pillars. Yeah. Well, consequently, there's no support for the Earth above, so you, so- you suddenly have subsidence, and people in Ashley know well just how much that affected their community because so many of the pillars were robbed underground there that they had a tremendous amount of subsidence most communities around Wyoming Valley have seen some subsidence at one time or another a little less now than they used to be but uh that's because uh, you know the mining Even in legitimate mines, uh, sometimes they start to take away a little bit more than they should have, and you wind up with a danger with nothing holding the earth above you. Uh, It's going to come down eventually, and there's, there's homes on top of that earth.
0: Knox Mine Disaster, a little too close to the Susquehanna. David de yeah. thank you for commemorating this uh, 65th anniversary
1: with us. Hey, thanks for having me. I was very impressed to hear about you playing football earlier and your your bowling prowess. Just one suggestion, <laughs> <laughs> when you win when you win your bowling game, you don't throw the ball into the crowd anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Have have a great day. Hope all your news is good.
0: I'll remember that one, David. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? Better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.